1: 97.1 FM Talk on demand audio. We have Sue's news
0: coming up after the top of the hour. This is also the day, Wednesday afternoon, when our friend Alex Rich from y drops by for a visit. I got a bunch of stuff, Sue, to chat with you and Alex about, including some of the EV charging problems that are happening around the country. Uh, some interesting reporting out of Chicago. So we'll get to that yeah. in the next hour and a bunch more. Bill King, who is a, a former opinion columnist, he's an editorial board member at the House Chronicle. He's written some books as well, but he wrote a great piece that caught my attention on Social Security. Security and social security reform so we'll get to that here in the five o'clock hour plus an audio cut of the day paul morrow back with us fox news contributor retired nypd inspector and of course the founder of the dot org. were you kind of after all these years and appearances on fox did they kind of promote you here recently paul is that what i heard you're official. I,
1: uh, they they officialized me. Yes, exactly. i got my ID card.
0: I get in the building. How's that? Well, they should have officialized you. That's great. Congratulations on that. Let's start with Daniel Penny. I was hopeful this morning when I was watching you and hearing this a little bit that um, Daniel Penny is that Marine veteran who is um, accused of murdering Jordan Neely. That was the homeless guy that was on the subway in New York last May. So this went before a judge to kind of get it dismissed today. Right, Paul?
1: It did. And the judge declined to dismiss. And despite what uh, some of the reporting was, that's not surprising because it's a very hard, it's a very high bar to dismiss a charge that has been voted in by the grand jury. You're essentially nullifying the decision of the grand jury. It's very, very rare. And certainly in a case that's this high profile and this charged here and across the country, no judge really wants to be the person to go out on that limb. So I think this one is going to play out in court. We're going to see a trial. So
0: I love the uh, the statement from the attorneys. Thomas Kenneth said, while we disagree with the court's decision not to dismiss the indictment, we understand that the legal threshold to continue even an ill-conceived prosecution is very low. Got a little, uh, little jab in there,
1: right? Yeah, exactly. You know, look, he is seeding, they knew this was coming, and so they're seeding the field for uh, the jury selection And the media hullabaloo that's going to surround this case, everybody knows that it's coming. A lot of the issues that we all talk about are are going to be embedded in this. And uh, I think it's going to catch national attention. I'm sure we'll be talking about it again. Yeah,
0: and you know, Paul, I guess maybe with with an ordinary case, you might see a situation where there's some sort of plea bargain. But in this case, you wouldn't expect Daniel Penny to say, I did anything, because he
1: doesn't feel, nor do I feel, that he did anything wrong here. I agree, and I think that he is signaling quite clearly that he's not going to take a plea and I don't know that anybody is going to be satisfied with a plea on either side. Every, uh, both sides are pretty dug in. There are a lot of people who, you know, you saw it at the courthouse today, people surrounded his SUV, screaming at him, et cetera. The, you know, the highly charged situation around this has already begun to spark up. And any deal that he were to cut, um, I think both sides are going to have gripes with. So, no, I think you're right. I think we see a trial. And uh, the only thing I can liken it to is the Getz trial, which occurred when I was a kid, and very similar circumstance, diff- different city. But Bernie Getz, who shot some people who were uh, black youths who were yeah. uh, robbing him on the subway with sharpened screwdrivers, and you know the facts there were more heavily weighted against the defendant. Getz, by all accounts, actually stood over and fired a coup de grace in one of the into one of the uh, the people that was uh, were robbing him, paralyzing him for life. And yet the jury came back and acquitted him on attempted murder and the assault charges. And he was only found guilty of a minor gun charge for which he got, uh, if I recall, like time served. So that's how that went then. A lot of people harken back to that, to this case. And uh, like I said, a very different city, very different time. Was
0: that, you know, I remember that being in the news. I don't remember the particulars. Was that in the 80s? Does that go all the way back to the 80s, wow. Bernard Getz?
1: Yeah, it does. It does. Wow. Yeah, bed, bed, uh, bedtime here in the city. And, um, you know, it was on the subway, which is always a real uh, litmus test for the conditions here in New York. And at the time, things were very bad. You know, if you just look back on Google, you'll see that the uh, subway cars were all covered in graffiti. They were really decrepit, and the whole system felt that way. And that was a little bit of a populist rebellion, uh, the fact that everybody knew that, you know, he probably should have been found guilty of some higher charge, but the jury just didn't want to hear it. And it was a diverse jury. You know, people were just fed up. And so a lot of those vectors are blowing through this uh, Daniel Penny case. And uh, it's going to be very interesting to watch. But I don't mean to make light of it. At the end of the day, Neely is dead. Um, Penny is fighting for his life. And so while it's a barometer for some political and other issues in our town, in our country, there's a lot at stake for these, uh, you know, for Penny's life. And, And I understand it for Neely's family, who exactly in his life it seems but nonetheless the man is dead and so you know it's a serious situation we'll see how it shakes out just
0: uh, quickly paul because i'm running out of time and i know you're short on time too just uh, what happened we saw some coverage yesterday of the gogo beach murder investigation another um another murder added to his uh charges right
1: yeah and you know this is really interesting so what they did was they went back and they were able to culture the genome of the hair that they found on the belt that bound the last of human's alleged victims, uh, Emberlyn Costello, and uh, I'm sorry, uh, Brainard, uh, Maureen Brainard Barnes, and um, they were able to get a hair off of the belt that bound her, and they only had the hair itself. They didn't have the root, which is normally what you need, but the technology has risen to the point that they can culture that and they can get a very good DNA wow. sample. They did. Know. It takes a long time, and it's expensive. But they got there, and the hair comes back to his wife. Oh, Whoa. my, really. Isn't it interesting yeah, how this yeah. stuff
0: sort of, um, you know, in the long run, I they, they catch up with you? Yeah, I did not realize that they could now do it without the route. That's really interesting.
1: Yeah, and that's new. And it's like I said, it's expensive. It takes a lot of effort. Um, and uh, they got there, but that's why they were pretty confident that they were going to get there. And the interesting thing about it is the belt that I'm talking about has the initials of what appears to be Hureman's, Rex Hureman's grandfather. So it looks like in his, she was the first of the victims. I misspoke. Um, it looks like he bound her with like a belt that had been in the family because the initials are, um, come back to her his father's, uh, I'm sorry, his grandfather's name. So it looks like he took like a leather belt that he had in the house. This is all alleged, obviously, in speculation, but he's still yeah. innocent until proven guilty. But mm. nonetheless, the initials on the belt was the clue that the task force, the previous task force, had released to the public, hoping to get a break. And don't you know, that is and ends up being dispositive. That's where they got the wow. one single hair strand. That is and, crazy. Uh, You know, yeah. and, and, and that's coming for a beating here. And if I could just say, remember something, very remote area, very harsh conditions, that crime scene team, in the middle of the pine brush, managed to find one hair on that belt, and it solves the case. Power to them. That is amazing. Paul Morrow, always
0: great to have you on. We appreciate it. Check out OpsDest.org. We'll talk soon. Thank you, Paul.
1: Thanks, guys. Get more at 971talk.com. His
0: karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. hi And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. (laughs)